Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to That Is That Is, the Know Nothing Nerd podcast. My name is Luke. I'm one half of the Know Nothing Nerds. Today, t- today I'm joined by my better half in oh, every way. Better half? In I don't every way. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Twitch, how are you? I'm not bad. It's uh, It's been a whirlwind of a couple of weeks. It has uh, been. So um, I went on a hell of a trip two weekends ago to Nashville for a conven- or convention conference uh, that was put on by a podcast, yes. of all things, um, called Bod- Bod- Bad Christian Podcast. Um, and holy shit, was it awesome. That's good. That's good. Didn't really talk much podcasting, although there was a br- one breakout session where we spent like maybe a half an hour on podcasting but the rest of it was just like fooling around awesome panels for other stuff dealing with like culture and christianity and stuff like that so um a lot of fun uh i stayed in a house with 11 strangers oh wow i didn't know that yeah yeah yeah. so uh there's a the bad christian podcast they have a thing called the bc club so if you're a contributor to the club um, you're in this exclusive yeah. Facebook group and, uh, some of the people that were going to the conference, uh, put it out there that like, Hey, why don't we just all go together in an Airbnb, Airbnb and like house. four houses that filled up and I had never met a single person. Some of the people have met other people, yeah, but yeah, me yeah. never met a you single hadn't met one. any of them quickly became the best of friends. Nice. I can't imagine my life without them in there. No so, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So big shout out to uh, Tanner, Delise, Daryl, uh, Brady, Ryan, Mike, the cutest of the bunch, um, <laughs> uh, Sarah, Dylan, uh, and uh, John and Chad. How um, big was this house? It was. Are it was guys, actually pretty small. Were you guys getting pretty cozy? At some night? of us were. Some of us were. Uh, one of the things that happened was. Uh, I was in a room with Tanner and Ryan, uh-huh. and Tanner uh, uh, and I. Uh, Tanner slept in the big bed. I slept in a twin, and like four o'clock in the morning, Ryan comes into the room staggering. Oh no! Passes out like in the bed, and then I wake up at like eight nine o'clock in the morning, and I look up from my bed and I see Ryan just like. Resting his head so cozy on Tanner's chest. <laughs> it was hilarious. Oh, uh, but man. it was a great time. Uh, great people. Great fun. So That's awesome. But it's been a whirlwind trying to come back. Totally. That's part of the reason why we're off schedule yet again. Kind we're, of our, we're, we're off time. We're on schedule. On schedule, but going off up time. on a Thursday. Yeah. Uh, we're a week behind. We're just a week behind. Yeah. Um, which is something – that we might be looking at scheduling wise here in the next couple of weeks is just now that Twitch and I are in full swing doing life yep. and many things. We might need to relook at when the podcast goes up yep. and how frequently the podcast goes up. But then it's nothing to worry about right now. Today, I wanted to start off by talking about something that has nothing to do with the topic at hand oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. at all and has everything to do with the Super Bowl. That was oh shit two days ago. Did you watch it? No, you didn't watch it. Of course I didn't, man. 
I don't do sports. I don't either, but it's the whole Super thing Bowl. with the hoops and the balls listen. and the the field kicks and shit. So like listen. I have no nothing about it. You know nothing. That's I know why nothing. we're talking about it on the Know Nothing Nerd podcast because I couldn't give less of a shit about sports either. Okay, but the commercials in the Super Bowl are still my favorite. Even though there's they're getting worse year uh-huh. by year, they are definitely getting worse. I do watch it specifically for the trailers. Yes, the trailers uh, this year. I did watch the trailers after the fact because I heard that they released a few. Yeah. Um, and I did watch some of them. I don't know if I watched all of them, but I did watch some of them. That's fair. There's a lot of things that I got excited for that uh-huh. we can cover on the Know Nothing Nerd yes, podcast totally in the future. Can. I was really scared there for him on it because I thought you were going to start asking me, like, specific questions about the game and i'd just be like oh no 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 they kicked the ball they passed it they threw it that's what i would sound like talking about it too for sure i am the worst with sports except for like esports esports i get those sometimes did we talk about that we we have a we have a we have an archive podcast somewhere about esports esports which we'll revisit Someday, once once enough time has passed so that you and I can talk about it from fresh eyes. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just a bunch of things that I'm excited for. One of them, and this wasn't advertised in the Super Bowl. I just want to talk about the Super Bowl real quick. So now we're kind of transitioning out. But um, a series of unfortunate events is officially coming back, and yes. they have released the trailer for it. They released the trailer for the yes. during the Super Bowl. I, that's no, 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 oh, okay. not during the Super Bowl, not during the Super Bowl. Okay, but they put out a trailer for it, and you know the rule: you have to answer it this on is the my podcast. Madre, on speaker, Hold on one second on speaker. Hello, uh, you've just entered the Know Nothing podcast. Uh, what's your name and what you're call- what are you calling about? Uh, is this your first time calling the podcast line? Apparently so. I think I will call you later. Do you have any requests for us, like a specific thing you would like us to talk about uh, that deals with games, movies, uh, anything nerdy, comic books, anything nerdy? Anything nerdy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is very true. Um, uh, unfortunately, neither one of us have much knowledge in that, so we'll have to research that another day. But we thank you for your call, Mother. You're welcome, son. I love you. Bye. Love you, too. Bye. Are you actually going to put that oh, in? That's going in. <laughs> that's, totally, that's totally going in. Ah. Uh. At least it wasn't like actually ringing; it was just vibrating. Yeah, it's true. I'm gonna turn it over so that maybe it'll be less noticeable. By there you go. Yeah, I I saw it ringing and I was like, oh, I'm gonna make him answer it. Ugh. okay. Anyways, back to series of unfortunate yes, events. That is something I want to cover heavily in detail. Yeah. When going, uh, when that comes out. So, did you read the books? I read the books. Um, I guess. I had the books read to me. Okay. I was kind of young buck at the time. Yeah. But uh, I didn't like them. I remember that specifically, not enjoying them. Because you know me, 
sort of a positive guy. Yes, myself. and not so positive of a story. Not so positive of a story. So I kind of forgot about it for years. And then last year, when the season one aired, I was, it was just one of those like lonely Netflix nights when I was uh-huh. alone, not doing anything. Yeah. And so I popped on a series of unfortunate events, and I watched half the season that night, and then the second half of the season the next morning yeah. when I woke up. I just adored it. Yes. Um, and so when that comes back. Did you see the movie with uh, Jim Carrey? I didn't like Jim Carrey's one. But you did see but it? I did see it. Okay. It, it was good. I liked I liked the cast that they got for it. And it, was, it felt a little too rushed for yeah, me in a yeah. lot of ways. So at least with this one, this iteration of the series of unfortunate events, like they got time to breathe. They and get really, to, yeah. They get to they really get to, explore the characters and yeah. the cast that they have is, for is that phenomenal. show is phenomenal. I think, I think what has really been proven to work in cinematography in recent years mm-hmm. is children actors. Yes. You know, we got stranger things and mm-hmm. now we have a series of unfortunate events and I'm sure there's many other that I just, I'm not thinking of yeah. right now, but I think children actors for me, at least kind of became this cliche. You have to be on Disney channel or yes. Nickelodeon to be a kid actor. Yeah. And uh, I've just been proven wrong time and time again by stunning acting done by children. Well, it's the difference between the type of – it's the same medium, but it's not the same uh, delivery system. Yeah, yeah. Um, best way to explain it uh, because Disney Channel shows – and we're going to – this is for a topic for another time, but just a quick snippet. The Disney Channel, Nickelodeon, stuff like that – um, their way of filming is very much like, yeah, it, and it's also yeah. a multi-camera shoot, so it's played off very, very differently than like Lemmy Schnickets and Stranger Things, and um, there's one that's there's a British show with some children actors, and it's done very differently, and that's um, it's a single camera show, yeah, so it's much more cinematic, yeah, so they can really kind of take their time with the characters and totally really totally them. whereas with disney shows and nickelodeon shows they have to give you everything you need to know about the character within like the first couple minutes yeah and like yeah some of it is very like you know this is this is the structure this is the how every disney show is supposed to be set how every nickelodeon show is supposed to be set and it's also kind of like tongue-in-cheek like it's not meant to be like Realistic. They're right. not supposed to be acting like true children yeah. or anything like that. Yeah. Whereas Stranger Things and a series of unfortunate events, although a series of unfortunate events is a little, little different. bit of an outlier yeah. of that, but like there's still aspects of you can see the children aspect. Being of it. children, yeah. Being yeah. great actors, yeah. but acting like children should yeah. act. In a in a really yes. great way. So be expecting at least an episode covering season one of it and then the possibility of us doing an episode to episode review. Uh, and just kind of our thoughts on yeah. each one as that season comes out. And then the last thing I want to say is um, Wes Anderson's new film, oh, Isle Dogs. of Dogs, yeah, looks yeah, yeah, yeah. fantastic. Yes. So be expecting an episode on that, too, when that comes out, because I'm really excited for that. Um, so without further dudes, you can follow us on Twitter at KN Nerds. You can follow us on Facebook at Know Nothing Nerds or Facebook.com forward slash Know Nothing Nerds. Or you can email us at Know Nothing Nerds at gmail.com. Today is very before, sp- before you do that. I want to ask you. Okay. Uh, did you see the solo trailer? 
the Han yes. Solo truck. Yes, I did. I just want to get your quick reaction. What do you think? Um, from what I've seen, it's it's very promising looking film. Okay. Um, that's all I want to say. Uh, I think it looks fun, but I could care less. Really? Perfectly honest. We'll talk more about that. Yeah. Because we'll have to. We'll have to. We'll have that. to unpack that. There's yeah. no way we can. Yeah, yeah. So as as time goes on, be expecting that one as well. Anyway, today we are talking about possibly one of the biggest influences that I've had in the entertainment world to want to entertain, to desire to do that, um, to desire to write your own stuff, anything like that that has to do with just hardworking entertainment comes from Jeremy Clarkson and the folks from Top Gear. Yep. Uh, and so that is why I've made today's topic um, Top Gear and why the Grand Tour has surfaced and and just my thoughts on it. And I also think today is going to be a testament to shows don't have to be controlled by their producers as much as we think they do. Uh, that's something I want to. That's yes. That's something I want to cover. Is that shows can change. Correct. If something doesn't work, you can change and you can bounce back from it. Yes. And that's what the Grand Tour has done in their second season. Um, and so that's another thing that I wanted to touch on. But to start, what did you know about Jeremy Clarkson and Top Gear before? So, did you know about anything that had no, happened? No, no, no. I uh, so. I found out about Top Gear probably two or three years ago. Okay. Never heard of it before, but I've heard people like talk about it. Like Top Gear is one of the greatest shows that's ever on TV and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, it's a show about fucking cars. Like, yeah. How great could it be? Yeah. Because um, I'm not a gearhead at all. Sure. Like, Neither am I. Don't so get don't hear I don't, me wrong. I don't know anything about like how the engine really works. Yeah. Like, well, theoretically, I do, but I don't know like the parts of a car really i know how to change a tire sure i know how to fill up my gas tank sure i know how to fill up the window washer fluid but if shit really goes wrong with my car like it doesn't turn over and stuff no idea although my dad and my brother straight up gear so yeah you you and i are the kind of guys to take a car to jiffy lube and say the car is going like this yeah like you make the noise to describe it and they're like, uh, could you do that again for us? Yeah. yeah. And they like take out their phone and record yeah, you yeah, and yeah. send it to their buddies. Um, so that never interested me. Like yeah. I was like, I'm why would I watch a show like that? Like yeah. whatever. So finally I saw like it was on Netflix or something like that, and I saw Top Gear. And I was like, okay, I'll watch an episode of it. It was the American version of Top Gear. Oh. That I found out after the fact that sure. that's not really Top Gear. Yeah. I was like well, the guys were funny. They did some interesting yeah. stuff, but it's I don't see why it's the greatest show. American Top Gear is good Top Gear. It's good car show. Mm-hmm. The, the banter is fine, but it's not like the soul that yeah. you get from. So um, fast forward probably – when did the first Top – or sorry, uh, Grand Tour release? Last year. Last year. like 2016, like late like, 2016. Um, so I watched the first episode, and I was like – Oh, it's like, it's cars, cars, cars. Who gives a shit? But these guys are really, really funny. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's what I was like. Oh, they, they have great personalities. They really play off each other really well. So the first thing people definitely get drawn to 
if you're not already into cars mm-hmm. when you watch Top Gear is that uh, you have these three genuine friends who aren't co-hosts. They're not work buddies. They're friends mm-hmm. who have cameras in front of them. Yeah. You know, and they act according to it. Yeah. Um, and, and they play that role really well, yeah. I think. Um, and it appeals to people like me. It appeals to people like you. And then I'll, I'll, I want to dig into this a little bit later, but it also appeals to people like my mom. Okay. Who adores Top Gear. Yeah. Um, and so, but we can, we can get into that later. So keep, keep going. So I didn't know anything about, uh, uh, Jeremy Clarkson or any of the controversy. Um, the only thing that I was like, that I knew about the guy is that he was irreverent in his humor, which is quintessential British. Yeah. And I fucking love British. British humor is the best. Oh my goodness. All the shows like I'll, I'll watch like different British shows, like their sitcoms and stuff like that. And, um, they do panel shows. Um, they have one that's called, uh, mock the week. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, Oh man, I, can't believe I'm forgetting his name. Can't remember the host's name, but he has like six uh, panelists, and they're all like, um, it's kind of a joking uh, humor of like what's in the headlines for the week. Type okay. Situation. Yeah, yeah. And they make fun of it and all this other stuff. One of the only other BBC, well, two BBC shows that I know of are Broadchurch, which I want to talk about on the podcast sometime. Mm-hmm. My favorite drama, and uh, the Graham Norton show. Okay, Graham Norton's funny as hell. I love Graham Norton. So, um, so that was drawn drew me to it. I wouldn't say that I'm a super fan or anything like that. And that's okay. I've only watched like a handful episodes. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever actually watched a Top Gear episode with gotcha those three in it. Gotcha. um, I definitely recommend it because what you're seeing, uh. What you're seeing now in the Grand Tour is fan service to what Top Gear was. Okay. What you're seeing now, you're like jumping into Star Wars in Episode Seven. Okay. Right? It's good. It's mm-hmm. great. But there's like – you're wondering why all these bearings are there, and you're wondering why they do certain things a certain yeah. way. And if you watch a Top Gear, my only concern is that you're going to think like that it's just a total ripoff. Yeah. You know what I mean? But – the, the later seasons of Top Gear are so amazing. Top Gear, I don't remember what season. I think it was for many seasons in a row. It was the most watched factual television show in yeah. the world. Um, and you just don't do that by happening upon something like that. No. You know, they, they genuinely work toward it. Yep. Um, so what drew you to Top Gear? What was the thing that, like, So uh, I'll start you? with I'll start with a – an emotional tale of a young Luke who was okay. in high school and uh, my parents were going through divorce. Okay. So my dad was spending a lot of nights out of the house, working, working out, drinking, doing whatever he was doing. And my mom and I weren't really like connecting. Uh-huh. She was in just like this constant state of sorrow. And I was in my like rebellious teenage, like fuck you everyone mood. Yeah. And watching like a lot of South park, but once a week, her and I would sit down and we would watch an episode of Top Gear. Okay. And the reason we started doing it was because she used to do it with my brother. And when he moved out of the house, it got, the torch kind of got passed gotcha, along. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. To me. And so at first it was like a, a chore, I suppose, when I'd like to first sit down. Um, 
and started watching it. But then it turned into this thing that it was like my most forward day, most look forward day of the week. Okay, was like getting to go and watch an episode of Top Gear with my mom, and from there I just started watching all the episodes. Okay, on my own with her, and it just kind of. Really, it got us both through that weird transition period where neither of us really knew what was going on. Mm -hmm. We couldn't quite connect to each other. But during those times, Jeremy Clarkson, Richard Hammond, and James May just, like, let us kind of zone out and forget about everything and be genuinely entertained about something that we both don't really care about. Uh, That's an interesting art form that you can sit down and say, I don't care about cars. If it gets me from point A to point B great yeah but to to watch hundreds of hours worth of something that's pretty much focused on cars is Uh pretty incredible i i think i like his when they're talking about the cars in that show i have no idea what the hell they're talking about yeah i'm like oh like sure great torque power great torquing and uh, yeah you know hugging the curve and like straight through that was a flat run and yeah whatever the hell else like i have no idea what they're talking about but the way they talk about it and, like, the enthusiasm, the heart that goes into it, um, I absolutely adore. And I find it hilarious. I find it irreverent, like I said before. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's just all around, like, good fun. Yeah. Um, uh, I, you know, even when they're doing the reviews and stuff, um, when they're sitting in the car, like, the visual aspects of it are just so fucking cool to oh, me. Yeah. Um, so... I dig that side of it. Um, the uh, I you you seem to have kind of this uh, you know boy man crush on Jeremy Clarkson. I do. Um, I don't. I still love the guy. I think yeah. he's great. Yeah. Um, I think I, I I think Hammond or May might be my favorite. That's fair. Out of the two. That's fair. Or out of the three. What What do you like about them? Uh, I like how uh, Richard Hammond is like. He's the uh, short guy in the middle of the two giants and stuff like that, always getting shit on. Yeah. But he seems to always have the funniest antics and stuff like that. Yeah. That happened to him. Um, yeah. And I like how James May is kind of the – he's like – Jeremy Clarkson is definitely the head of the snake or whatever. He's like – he's the man up front and stuff like that. And James May is like the guy that's just like, just slightly behind him. Just yeah. like, he seems like he's a little bit more cool and like wittier in some situations because sure. he's not like as controversial as uh, Jeremy Clarkson is. Yeah. So I kind of like his humor a little yeah. bit more. Yeah. Because uh, he just kind of adds like that little pinch of salt onto what Clarkson's saying, specifically if they're attacking Hammond yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, so I do, I do like. I think I like those two a little bit more than I like Jeremy Clarkson. That's totally fair. Um, his Jeremy's uncensored antics definitely aren't for everyone. True. Especially true. when we kind of get into why the Grand Tour is a thing and why it needed to happen. Yeah. Uh, if you if you don't know who Jeremy Clarkson is at this point, you probably aren't going to come out of this podcast thinking that he's all around <laughs> the stand-up guy because he really isn't. But – the reason I have such a crush on Jeremy Clarkson is because of how his mind works. Okay. And because of how when he looks at an episode of Top Gear or an episode of The Grand Tour, he's not looking at what's going to 
look the best to the eye. He's not thinking about camera placement or anything like that. That's for the producers to worry about. That's for the editors to worry about. And by the way, I don't, I don't think I'll talk about them very much, but the editing and the producing and the, the camera shots, everything that they do deserves so much more praise than I think they're getting. Oh yeah. Because an episode of Top Gear is such a work of art that everyone involved deserves their their piece but mm-hmm. the reason i love jeremy is because there's scenes of him behind the scenes just hammering out a line yeah. to get it to fit perfectly into a conversation and some people aren't crazy about the scripted way that top gear and that the grand tour has been produced because they kind of pass it off as a conversational television yeah. show where Oh, hey, this just happened to happen. Uh-huh. Newsflash, it's not like that. No. Everything's scripted. They have people scout locations. They know what's going to happen, when it's going to happen. But would it be better for it not to be that way? I don't think so. Yeah. Because we're there to be entertained for an hour, and if you don't enjoy cars, then it's not going to be the most watched factual television show correct, in the world. Correct, correct. Because all you're going to be hearing is just straight facts. Yes. You're yes. not going to hear yes. the humor that takes place between the three of those guys. Yeah. Um, so I totally get that. And, like, I've known, like, some of those jokes are just way too good to be just, like, to be, off the cuff yeah, type yeah. situations. But they're still funny. And yes. they're still entertaining. And they still get you to where they want you to go. And I, I applaud Jeremy first for that because of what you said. He's the, he's the head of the operation. He's mm-hmm. the leader of those three. And it was he, he was the first presenter on Top Gear. He was the first to start doing it this way. And he is outspoken. I think he's always been that way. But I yeah. definitely think that the money has gotten to him and the fame has gotten to him. In a different way mm-hmm. than it gets to most people. Some people, you know, they start wearing less and less clothing. They start doing political rants and tweeting on social media yeah. and things like that. Jeremy Clarkson is just kind of the opposite in the same way, where he's like, I'm not going to censor myself just because there are cameras on me 24-7. Correct. I'm still going to be that person that I was. But now I think, I think it's a marketing thing. Do you? You think it's more like he's – uh, trying to build more of a brand for himself or like in, like keep that brand up. I think at a to point be a little bit more controversial and like I think at a point you have to consider his way of thinking towards his, an episode of the Grand Tour and Top Gear. Mm-hmm. And, and you have to imagine he's done a, that a hundred times. And they say in story, I, I watched a I watched a documentary esque thing. It was more like a video essay on um, Dan Harmon. Uh, talking about Harmon Quest and why Dan Harmon's characters are just better than everyone else's. And it's because Dan Harmon has story drilled into his head so hard that he can't not make a compelling story because he just knows the beats and when things are going to happen. And I think that has to be inherently how Jeremy Clarkson thinks. So here's a question for you. Do you think he's making a conscious effort toward effort towards that or do you think it's more of a sense that he's played this character so much that he's just become this character? i think it's the latter i i definitely think that jeremy clarkson isn't jeremy clarkson anymore it's jeremy clarkson tm now okay gotcha. he's he's just this item that people fascinate about and they say oh 
he says these crazy things on television mm-hmm. and in his shows he makes jokes about North Korea. And I, I think that's just kind of embodied him to a point where Jeremy Clarkson to not be Jeremy Clarkson just wouldn't make sense. Gotcha. gotcha. So I don't. So I guess I guess it's going to be hypocritical of me to have just said all that to, for me to have begun by him saying that it's a marketing strategy. I think it just plays off really well for him mm-hmm. that in turn he does something very controversial on purpose or not on purpose. It's not really up to us to decide. Yeah. And then a million people hear about it. Yeah. And then half of them go and check out what he's doing. Gotcha. It just things just work for him. Yeah. Things just work in his hand. So and he's you, sorry. No, no, no. That that's. Do you think that uh, this is a little bit off the cuff, but I'm interested in this. Do you think that that's potentially a bad thing or a self-destructive thing that he's doing, or do you think that it plays better for him are you asking me from like a is is my spirit my conscious conscience okay with it yes no i guess it's so. totally okay. not gotcha i think that's a sleazy thing to do gotcha um i think it's i think it's a very uh i think it's a very corporate way to go about life uh-huh it's like the big man yeah the big company just kind of doing whatever they can because yeah. they can get away with it. And we've seen that he can. Uh-huh. He did what he did, yeah. and now he has a giant television show where I think he's making more money than he was on Top Gear. Yeah. You know? And, and is is that kind of like uh, – is that kind of how the world works these days where if you're, if you're willing to <laughs> be so low, can you get – more and more famous for it. Well, not to get political and stuff. We got President Trump. Exactly. <laughs> I think I think it's an interesting example. So, whether or not you're morally okay with it, it's happening. Yeah. It's like not believing in wrapping paper. It's it exists. Yeah. You know. Uh, and and so I think there's a point where you just kind of say, "Well, I'm not okay with what he's doing, but he entertains me. He's uh-huh. it's an entertaining TV show." And then you can kind of split the two. Gotcha, gotcha. No. So you you've touched on it a little bit, like because I know I know increments of the story, but like so what what are like one of them is punching Piers Morgan, which happened back in like what way 2000, back, yeah, three two thousand four, yeah. maybe two thousand six, something. Which like I don't I don't I don't blame Jeremy for that at all. Piers Morgan is kind of a douche knuckle. So. I w- <laughs> I would have done the same. Or Piers Morgan? Did I say Jeremy Clarkson? Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan is, is kind of douche a knuckle. douche knuckle. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so that that's kind of irrelevant, but that the media made relevant uh-huh. because of what then happened, uh, which I know I keep throwing blankets over it, but I'll uncover them in a minute, just building the suspense. Yeah. So I, I think I, – I don't think that that really has anything to do with Jeremy. I don't think he's a short-tempered, angry, fist-fighting man. Yeah. I think it's strictly situational. I don't really know what happened with Pierce Morgan. I think it was at an event. I think it was at like a soccer event. No, it was at a uh, journalistic, uh, British Journalist Awards. uh, Oh, it was. Oh, interesting. Um, Well, anyway, so years later, uh, Top Gear released a Patagonia special where they go to Patagonia and they have three cars Mm -hmm. uh, that they chose secondhand. 
and they drove to Patagonia. Uh, and I, I really want to be careful here because there's there was a war that happened between uh, Britain and uh, the people in the town that they went to, oh, people okay. in the city that they went to, and and Britain like I think clobbered them, and a lot of people died. Yeah. So they were going to the city that's very controversial for British people to show up to their city, Mm -hmm. and they were going to build metaphorical bridges between the two by playing a spirited game of car soccer. Okay. On the way, during filming, this is not post, on the way, some people in Patagonia found out that Jeremy Clarkson's license plate read the date and, like, the their city's general of the war oh. on the license plate. And they were like, that's a direct reference to the war. You guys are coming here making jokes about all the men who gave their lives. And the city that they were going to is heavily populated by the vets Yeah, from that war. So things went from zero to 100 real quick. Yeah. Uh, and they were so it wound up they had to cancel filming and evacuate them from the place. And there's there's videos on YouTube. There's videos that they put actually in the episode of the Patagonia special where they were getting the cars out mm-hmm. and people are throwing rocks at the cars. And there are the Jeremy's Jeremy, Richard, and James aren't driving them anymore. Uh-huh. They're just trying to get them out. Uh, and so they're evacuating like. 13 tons of camera equipment and just like hightailing it out of Patagonia and people are pissed and they're throwing things. They're shattering the windshields. Okay. So things got very tense when the media got a hold of it and they started scrutinizing Jeremy for it. Things kind of got out of hand very quickly. So there's a lot of pressure on Jeremy after season 19. I think it was maybe it was 21. Um, so coming off of that during their off season, that was the last episode of that season that they did during the off season. There was an incident with one of the producers that Jeremy punched and said some very racist things to the man. Gotcha. To the producer. So needless to say, BBC was in kind of an interesting bind and the safest thing for the BBC to do was to sack Jeremy. Yep. So they get rid of him, and, after they announced that Jeremy Clarkson was leaving, and by the way, just so I'm making myself clear, I'm not positive that the Patagonia special was connected to Jeremy punching him, but I just wanted to set up that tensions were high yes. before this happened. Yeah, This didn't just come out of nowhere. People were stressed out. They were still defending themselves about what had happened. and So Jeremy Clarkson punches and says some racist things to the producer. He gets sacked. The internet turned BBC into from uh, what is it British Broadcasting Channel? Uh huh. Into uh, bring back bring back Clarkson, which oh. is what they turned the BBC into. So that was pretty gotcha. fun. People got super pissed and whatnot, and Jeremy and Richard and James just kind of disappeared for a little bit. Yeah. While that happened, BBC made probably one of the boldest decisions I've ever seen in TV ever. They announced season 22 of Top Gear. Mm-hmm. And everyone was very confused because Jeremy Clarkson was fired and Richard and James had left because yeah. of, of Jeremy. And so they announced the cast for season 22. And I, I think I can pull, pull it up if I can. I, I won't pull it up. But 
the video that had the announcement trailer that had uh, um, Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. I just, that's the only one that I know. Chris ha- Chris Hans- Chris Harris and uh, some third dude that that the BBC posted on YouTube the trailer of that season. Uh-huh. I think was one of the most downvoted YouTube videos really? of the year. It was massive. People hated it. And so the first season, no one watched, no one liked it. They're on season like twenty four right now. I think they're doing okay. Yeah. Because they've like all the all the Jeremy Clarkson Top Gear fans left, uh-huh. and then new people came. Yeah. And they they're like, oh, I don't know what happened. This is great TV. So they're yeah. watching now, and I think they're doing all right. I've seen a couple episodes of the show. It's all right. It's the same formula because they own that formula. That's yes. Top Gears. Yeah. So they can just do that. So it's fine for them. They're they're doing okay. So then 2016 comes. This all happened in like 2012, I want to say. There was a long break before mm-hmm. they came back. 2016 comes around and some teasers start coming together. People start seeing pictures of the three of them together again. Yeah. Uh, meeting in secret. And then like a video surfaced of them driving a very funny car together. Uh-huh. And people are like, they're making a show together. Yeah. So they finally announced that they're going to be doing something with Amazon, uh, and that this is kind of where the story speeds up. Season one of of the Grand Tour, they took a lot of big risks, and people yes, didn't like did. it. People didn't like yeah. it at all. It was heavily scripted. I think they took the scripted ideas from Top Gear that that the BBC said no to, uh-huh. and they just put them in the Grand Tour. And it was massively expensive. Huge, yeah. The budget was insane. Yeah. Um, and it kind of flopped. And so season two, I think what I said a little bit in the beginning of the podcast is such a good example of how a show can turn around yeah. if it, without needing to jump the shark. Yeah. Because they just addressed things that we didn't like and did do them. Yeah. And it's like, huh, you can just do that? Yeah. You know, I feel like we would have watched – Season two, if it was just the same as season one, mm-hmm. and we would have complained about it, just like everyone does in the video games right now. Yeah. Everyone complains, but then when a new title comes out, we all go and buy it. Yeah. So I think we would have paid for it, but they're genuinely not, like, stealing us from good content. Yeah. And Jeremy cares about us. Yeah. So I think with season two, we're getting some really good content, and I like it. And I think one of the things that's key to that is that um, – so – I did read a little bit into them having to leave Top Gear, like and how that all thing worked is like, first off, Jeremy Clarkson, Clarkson essentially got a 20 million, roughly $20 million settlement or like severance from that. Yeah. Cause they bought his, the rest of his shares in Top Gear BBC did. Um, and, uh, with that, when him, uh, Richard Hammond and James May got together, they, uh, had to create a brand new show from scratch and they couldn't use the formula and structure that they yeah. used for top gear. Fortunately, like fortunately for them, like a car show is a car show. Yeah. So you're kind of limited in scope. Like, yeah. You got to race the cars. If you're yes, going to you have to shows. race the like, cars, you have to take them places. You have to modify them in yeah. silly ways. So like there's going to be elements that are still from top gear, but they took some massive risks. Like, yeah. One of the biggest risks that they did is like, actually literally taking the grand tour to like 
be true to the name, and they toured the freaking world with yeah. that thing. Set up the tent, um, a new location every week. Yeah. So, which caused some issues, and I I watched I think two or three episodes from first season. Didn't buy into it. Didn't watch anymore. I didn't like first season. I watched all the episodes because I'm just kind of Did, a diehard yeah, at yeah, this yeah. point. But I, I didn't like it as much as I like season two. But I think one of the things that they did well with the second season so far, and I do enjoy it a little bit more, even though I'm not not as ecstatic as like a super fan of yeah. Jeremy Clarkson and the gang. Um, the thing that I think that they did well was they took the things that did work from the first season, like keeping um, the uh, the uh, uh, oh my goodness the idea of like literally touring the world yeah. with what they do and stuff like that. Um, but adding in just different elements that were different from Top Gear, the, at least the Top Gear episodes that I've seen, um, but just sprinkling a little bit more. Yes. In. Yeah. So they still interact with the crowd. That's that's definitely a holdover from Top Gear. Yeah. Um, and uh, bringing in celebrities now around um, from – because Top Gear had a lot of celebrities yeah. that come on the show. Yeah, their star and the reason – reasonably priced car yeah i like celebrity face off better yeah. i uh that's like that's the one shady area for me i don't like celebrities and i know okay. i just spent the last hour gawking over jeremy clarkson yeah, yeah, yeah but i i don't i don't get that lifestyle i don't read people magazine i don't like that i don't care about what people uh-huh. are up to uh and so i i usually skip that part yeah but i've watched a few of them and i like celebrity face off a little bit better than Star in a reasonably priced car. Yeah. So. Um, I think we're good on time. You want to do? You want to do questions? Sure. We can. Did you have anything else? Nope. Uh, actually. So. Hi, your computer locked you out. It did. Um. One of the things that I did want to bring up. So. Uh, we talked about this, like, even though it's a scripted show, sometimes they don't even know what the fuck they're doing. Um, and you explained this when, uh, in one of the episodes, was it for the Grand Tour, that they uh, left James May out in the cold? Yes, yes. So, um, one thing that Top Gear is famous for, and that the Grand Tour is famous for, that Jeremy Clarkson has said a few times in some interviews, is that uh, they address a problem that actually exists yeah. that we can get behind. And then they pitch a solution that we can get behind. Uh-huh. And then they make a mess of things. Yes. And I think that's like the biggest. I think if you were to 30,000 feet in the air look at a script for the Grand Tour of Top Gear, that's like their three things. Yeah. Address a real problem, find a real solution, and then fuck it up. Yep. And make it funny. And then sprinkle bits of funny throughout the whole thing uh-huh. to keep us captivated until shit hits the fan. Yep. So one of a good a good example of that is do those watches that you pay a lot of money for when you pull out the thing, does it actually send your beacon to a place where they will come and find you? Uh-huh. And the answer is yes. And if you're at a bar and you pull them out, the fine is like $16,000 for them to like really? just show up if you accidentally do it or if you do it to show people that someone will show up. Yeah. But, and so there's an episode of Top Gear in their last season that they did, I think maybe second to last. They uh, put Jeremy Clarkson – or they put uh, 
Richard Hammond on a helicopter, took him to the Canadian Rocky Mountains, and then just left him there. Mm-hmm. And something that they were talking about in an interview is that they they didn't know that you could script that and that he could have had a bed bath and or a bed bath and beyond a, a hotel right behind the camera uh-huh. and 16 camera crews and medics and stuff like that. They didn't know that that's how you could do television. Uh-huh. And so they just left him there. Yeah. And Jeremy and Richard went to find him and. Uh, I'm imagining they didn't say this specifically, but I'm imagining he had like a I'm fucked button that would actually send real yeah, help. Yeah, 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 Um, Because there's, there's just no way that BBC's HR would allow that yeah, to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sure he had something, but they, they left him there. Uh-huh. And they, they took some scrutiny, not like a lot. It wasn't a big deal, but some people were like, yeah, Richard, you were fine, though. You actually – you weren't alone. You uh, know? But he, re- he was. He really was. And yeah. So. so it's funny to me because it seems like they put Richard Hammond in the dangerous situations. Like they, Yeah, they put him in a rocket car that blows up and he crashes. Yeah. They put him in the fastest uh, car in the world right now that was a uh, prototype and it crashed. Yeah. They drop him off in the tundra. Yeah. I think it's because he's the youngest. The youngest. <laughs> he can ha- <laughs> he can handle it. That crash, because um, that was the first episode, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, of the second season. Of yeah. Tour. Dude, I was just like, what? Yeah. There's an interview where he talked about like what had happened, because there yeah. was some stuff that they couldn't show. Yeah. Well, they didn't have the footage for it either. So. They, they did. They just can't. Gotcha. They just couldn't show it. There, there was some stuff that they had missed. Because they, like Jeremy had said, I think in the episode or in the interview, he had crossed the finish line, so the camera crew shut their cameras yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But uh, I guess he went like 10 to 15 feet in the air, yeah. upside down. and 110 meters from the liftoff point. Yeah, it's insane. <laughs> Best. During uh, the interview, he was talking about, he was like, I felt each crash that had happened, and I remember thinking to myself, it's been a long time since I hit the ground last. This next one's really going to hurt. Yeah. And then he smacked into the ground. Oh. But the man's lived through a lot. Yes, he has. N- uh, neither Jeremy or uh, uh, James have really had a bad crash. In them. And I've heard, I've heard James May talk on an interview. He was talking about, like, yeah, like I've never really been at severe risk of my life. Like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he's been doing this for many 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 years so many years yeah so um so yeah let's uh move on to the know something quiz uh the quiz where me and luke test our knowledge yes on a either a source material or something in general and uh, this week we're doing it based off of uh episode five five i think yeah gas yeah, gas gas of it's the grand gas, tour gas gas um and We'll be asking each other three questions, and each question is worth three points. Um, and yeah, it's going to accumulate, and we're going to figure out how that challenge is going to be working out over in the future. For now, it's just going to be a big fuck you to whoever gets more points. Pretty much, yeah. pretty much. Um, but there will be something big that we have to do either at the end of the year, or quarterly, or something like that. Um, but, anyways, with that. Because we're know-nothings, we always want to learn something. And if you, by chance, hear us talking out of our ass, misquote somebody, 
say something um, infactual and stuff like that. We want you to call us out on us. We want you to be the fact checkers for the show. So you can email us at the original, or sorry, I almost gave my personal <laughs> email. That's like the second time I've done that. You can email us at knownothingnerds at gmail.com. You can email, or sorry, uh, Facebook us at facebook.com forward slash knownothingnerds or just search knownothingnerds. Or you can go to our Twitter at knnerds and put in uh, what we were wrong about and uh, give us a source of some sort. That was the smoothest it's ever been, Twitch. Is it? Yeah. I I think you've done smoother. (laughs) Uh, I have have trouble speaking with the speakage with the word sometimes. I do too. So let me get out my damn notes on this. Yes. I I got a feeling that you're going to school me, but we'll find out. I might not because I didn't watch this episode, so. You didn't watch this episode? Like for the source material. Okay. Yeah. So the last time I saw it was when it aired. Oh my goodness! <laughs> so you got? Que- do you have questions? Yeah, I have questions. Oh. I have questions. We'll see how well that I do because I just watched it again today. This will be oh, the you did? Jesus! Okay. It. So dang, this is a this is the least prepared I've been like ever. Yeah. For one, as far as source materials come, source materials come. I know the most about this subject, but yeah, uh, yeah, there's. There's a good chance I'll get all three of these wrong. All right. Since so this is your episode, you shoot first, sir. I would be happy to. Um, okay. So, never mind. I'll explain why I asked this question after, and you can okay. tell me if it's total bullshit. But if you ask me this question, these are the things I pay attention to in Top Gear. So, uh, what is the name of the first fuel filler truck that they make? Mobile petrol service? No. No. The, the the folks at Top Gear have never shied away from making sexual innuendos. Yeah. And so the name of the first uh, fuel filler truck was named the Motorway Interlane Fueling. Yes. Or MILF. Yeah. For, for sure. Yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the things that I find great about the show. Yes, they don't shy away from that. Yes, but stuff, they they kind of the put it in the background. Yes, they, they, it's like an Easter egg. Uh, there was another one that was like that with that same truck. When you look at the control panel, uh, <laughs> the controls for it it says finger in out. <laughs> Which on surface you're like, well, the finger does go in and out. Yeah, but yeah, I was yeah, like, but you know, like, it's, there's, there's it's no reason be, they needed to put yeah. that there. So, uh, okay, my first one for you is, uh, what was the car that Richard Hammond went up against in the drag race for the Lamborghini Performante? Performante. Uh, the last year's Hurricane. No, sir. Oh, hang on. No, it wasn't another Lamborghini. It was Richard, or it was James and his Ferrari. What Ferrari, though? God, I don't know. Was it his Ferrari, the Ferrari, or was, was the... it the? You get if you get the uh, you don't gotta get the numbers right. If I don't you get the if you get the model the model correctly. Yeah, the Ferrari. These are the things I don't give a crap about. 
Ferrari. I don't know. I thought it was the Ferrari Le Ferrari. No. No? That's the one he owns. It is the Ferrari 458 Speciale. Oh, the 458. That's right. He does have one of those. Which was a funny segment. I, I love the humor between those. Like, Richard Hammer's just like... It'd be great if, like, yeah. you know, there'd be some yeah. some man just happened to be... Oh, oh, oh look, hey. there's a gentleman up there with yeah. a car that just happens to match. <laughs> That's good. This one. Uh, all right. So, 0-0 zero, zero for zero, both zero. of us on this one today. Um, what is the difference in speed percentage between the two Lamborghinis that uh, Richard... The speed percentage? Not this percentage, but what was the difference in top speed? In time? No, in top speed. Oh, in top speed. Wait. How much faster did the new Lamborghini go? Than oh, Lamborghini? five seconds. No, how much? Miles per hour. Oh, they were the same. Nice. Yeah, Very 202. Nice. Really? Yeah, 202 oh. miles. You kept track of that? Yeah. That's what you get for watching I got a today. memory for that shit. Um... What car did Bill Goldberg crash? I don't even know who the fuck that is. Oh, wait. Was that at the end? When Celebrity he was talking face about... off. Oh, jeez. Bill Goldberg, the wrestler. You know what's funny is that I think I skipped Celebrity face off. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Could you even give me the, the make? The make? Yeah, the make of the vehicle. Okay. Was it a Kia? No. Was it a... He didn't crash in the episode. He, this is one of the cars that he crashed when he was younger. When he was younger? Yes. A Chevrolet. No. A Porsche. Dude, you're, no, I'm not going to give it to you. Just naming off all the cars <laughs> in the world. What is it? A Jaguar XKE. Oh, I know. Nope. 1985. It was his cousin's car. Damn. You took and away a lot from that, didn't he? didn't quite crash it. Yeah. I just memorized shit. It's, That's pretty it's good. Weird. Um. In Jeremy's little documentary about Audi and Lancia. Yep, Lancia. Uh, what was the rule that needed to be changed? That for? Uh, they had to get it to change to where they would allow for four-wheel drive vehicles Very nice to be in it. Which, dude, Lancia, those guys were, you know, cheap bastards. Like, you do what you can to win. Dude, <laughs> you scathing do what you can mofos. to win. That was ridiculous. Like, the fact that, like, they took safety out of it, quote-unquote potentially took safety out of it, by putting in a cardboard roll cage Crazy. just to make it lighter. Just to win. Just to win. Insane. Um, but I got to give props to that driver. He's like, I'm doing these six races. That's yeah. It. I don't want to be in the news I don't want to be. I don't want to be some world champion. Like, I thought the irony of that was bliss because Top Gear did an interview on – or the Grand Tour did an interview on them that was uh, watched by millions – because he made that decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's pretty funny. All right, my last question. Uh, You're on six, I have zero. Am I? Yeah. You got oh, two yeah, of those, right? That is right. Uh, by how much time did the Lamborghini Performante beat the Porsche 918 on the time lap around Nürburgring? Did it? Did it beat it? This is the car that Richard Hammond Yeah, drove. I know. Did he beat it? He, he was talking about a test that they had ran 
previously. I don't know if they ran it previously or just in general. I have no idea. I gave away the answer earlier. Is it 5%? Five seconds. Give that to me because I said it before you did. <laughs> no, you said 5%. Oh, yeah, I did say that. <laughs> and I already told you that I gave it away. That's fair. Which clearly means you which didn't know it. clearly does mean that I didn't know it. <laughs> Understandable. Understandable. Six to zero. Six to zero. That'll be an easy comeback. What are we talking about next week or the week after? Uh, let's do uh, cartoons. Saturday morning nice. cartoons. Um, uh, so, did you watch much Saturday morning cartoons growing up? I mean, kind of. Because you're kind of like, it was by the time because you were born in what ninety one, ninety two. Yeah, ninety one. So by the time you're like. At the age of watching cartoons, like it started, like Saturday morning, the cartoons were kind of slowly starting to phase out. That's true. So, um, so yeah, we're gonna talk about cartoon Saturday morning cartoons specifically, because um, I think that uh, at least my generation, that was like huge, huge part of us growing up. Yeah, because um, I was an '80s baby, but like, <coughs> really like grew up in the 90s like yeah. that's when i was like truly a kid and like yeah. was aware of the world and stuff so um 90s cartoons were like huge huge a part of my like youth growing up um and kind of inspired me for a lot of things sure so um we'll be talking about that next week yes we will and uh i still don't really care about cars um that's fair except I for they run um, yeah if it runs i'll take it but I still like irreverent humor that doesn't, you know, shy away from being controversial. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Doesn't try to police itself. And... I like it. Yeah. I think it was good. So thank you guys for tuning in to this episode of the Know Nothing Nerd podcast. We'll see you in a week or two or seven or eight, whenever. Whenever you decide to listen and whenever we decide to record. Both of those things apply to those situations. So have a good week until then, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Peace out. Don't Girl, crash. Girl Scout. <laughs>